Behind the Lines with J.R. McGee is about to go international. Soon, Behind the Lines will be broadcasting to the entire United States and the European Union on shortwave radio. International airwaves are not only effective, but affordable. Contact Sharon Thompson at 267-935-9042. You're listening to Behind the Lines with J.R. McGee. To participate, call in now. Dial 267-935-9042 and leave JR a voicemail. You can also email JR McGee your thoughts or questions you'd like him to address on the show. Email him at jrmcgeeradio at gmail.com. Welcome to tonight's edition of Behind the Lines. I'm going to open tonight with a verse from the Bible because... As you're going to see, it's incredibly applicable for the events of this week. And that verse is 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 12, which says, For now, we see through a glass darkly. In the world of intelligence, it is very difficult to see a clear picture. It's very difficult to see all of the detail. But as a battlefield commander, you can see how the opponents are arrayed on the battlefield. You can read the battlefield. You can read the terrain and you can see what's coming. And for us, it's very obvious that events are accelerating around the world, starting with the nuclear deal with Iran that was abrogated this week, the upcoming negotiations with North Korea, China, Lebanon. All of these are accelerating at terrifying speeds and they're all connected. You're not hearing about the connections and the linkages in the news media, but they're there. Tonight, I want to go over with you several current world events. I want to talk about what they mean. I specifically want to talk about how they're linked and where they may be leading us. One thing for now is very certain. Like it or not, President Trump, he's a man of his word. He stated on the campaign trail that he would withdraw from the Trans-Pacific Partnership Agreement, also known as the TPP, and he did. He said he would withdraw from the global warming fiasco. And he did. He said he would move our embassy in Israel to Jerusalem. And he did. Now, he said he would scrap the worst deal in the history of negotiations, the deal known as the Joint Comprehensive Plan of Action or the JCPOA. And this week, he did just that. This week, we've seen the results of the elections in Lebanon move heavily in favor of the terrorist group Hezbollah. We've seen Iran position themselves and their military in Syria for a major strike against Israel. We've seen new airstrikes against Iranian military positions in Syria just this week. And more ballistic missiles launched against Saudi Arabia by the Yemen government, who is a proxy for Iran. This is not even to mention the Palestinians who are preparing for this Friday to be the largest riot yet in the march of rage against Israel. I'm not even going to mention the volcanoes, earthquakes, and weather phenomenon that we've seen this week. Tonight, I'm going to put this into perspective for you, show you the linkages and connections, and if we have time, discuss where the situation with North Korea and Iran may go strategically. Now, that's a lot to cover in a very short period of time. So let's pause for a commercial break, and let's get right back into the middle of all of this. Behind the Lines with J.R. McGee will continue after these commercials. Listen to Behind the Lines on demand. Go to Behind the Lines on YouTube.com. Click on the subscribe button and then 
click on the bell icon, you'll be alerted to live updates from J.R. McGee 24-7 as news breaks from around the world. Reduce or eliminate your electric bill with Exact Solar, one of Pennsylvania and New Jersey's leading solar energy system installers and the only company with extensive experience in installing solar PV, solar water heating, and solar pool heating systems. As a local family-owned business, we take pride in our high-quality installations and our excellent award-winning customer service. You can start saving money right away with a solar energy system. To learn more, call us at 215-621-8353 or visit us online at exactsolar.com today. Behind the Lines with J.R. McGee. Are you frustrated having the same conversation with your people over and over and they just don't get it? Develop the ability to better understand your customers' motivations and have a positive impact on their decisions to significantly benefit you and your organization. Dynamic profiling is an extremely powerful leadership tool that allows you to understand what people are saying and, more importantly, why they say it. Dynamic profiling is powerful, practical, and fast. Unlike personality assessments, this allows you to deeply understand others in real time through simple conversation and observations. Dynamic profiling will also improve your hiring decisions, reduce turnover and increase productivity, increase your sales closure rates, improve customer relations, and much more. Dynamic profiling builds on your current understanding of personalities in order to quickly understand anyone through a 30 to 90 second routine, normal, casual conversation. Contact us today at info at x-slg.com or 610-908-2223 to learn how you can become a dynamic profiler. Behind the Lines. We'll be right back after this. At Buckman's, we're passionate about skiing, snowboarding, and having fun with friends and family. Everything we do, from the gear we carry to the services we offer, is driven by this passion. Since our first shop opened in 1971 until today, we are proud that all our stores are family-owned and operated. Our online store, Buckmans.com, also reflects this passion. When you order from us, an actual skier or snowboarder ships your order out of an actual shop, not some giant warehouse. It's our mission to share our love for the outdoors with you, so you and your loved ones can experience winter to its fullest. You may not have heard of us, but if you want that mom and pop feel, combined with the expert knowledge and award-winning service that comes from over 45 years of experience, why not give us a try? Buckmans.com Support Behind the Lines with J.R. McGee as an independent media voice, we rely on our sponsors to support our program. Contact us at 267-935-9042 to advertise on Behind the Lines. Now, back to Behind the Lines. Welcome back. As we enter this session tonight, as we begin to look through the glass darkly, first and foremost, the big news this week was the announcement of the dissolution of the JCPOA with Iran. As I said earlier, this may be the worst ne negotiated agreement in the history of negotiations. And I want to engage in some full disclosure here. Earlier in my career, I lived with four Iranian Air Force officers for 14 months on a classified program. This was before the Shah fell and the Ayatollah took over power in Iran. Then, for 19 years, Iran was my area of responsibility for some major intelligence programs. I'm more familiar 
with this situation than some of my friends and probably most Americans, but I don't know everything. The one thing I do know is that with intelligence, you never have all of the pieces of the puzzle. The goal is to try to get as many pieces of that puzzle as you can, put them together in a way that you think they fit, and see if you can see a picture emerge that fits with both the evidence and the facts that are known. This week, we got a treasure trove of facts courtesy of the Israelis and Benjamin Netanyahu. Last week, Israel and the Prime Minister Netanyahu disclosed more than 100,000 documents, photographs, drawings, design packages, and engineering sheets detailing in exquisite detail the Iranian nuclear program and its scope. Now, there's some people who question the validity of the documents. Let's look at that first because it plays a central role in all of this going forward. The Israelis pulled off a stunning act of espionage by anybody's accounting in acquiring these documents from the Iranians themselves. Now, again, some of my friends asked me, why didn't they just take photos of the documents and download them onto a flash drive? Why go to all the trouble of stealing several hundred pounds of documents? That's a great question, but I've got an even better answer. The original documents can be proven as to where they come from. Digital copies can be manipulated and falsified, making them less than useful when trying to prove something of this nature. Having the originals makes the provenance of the documents unquestionable, and it's a far greater value from an intelligence perspective. Second of all, and this is really important, by the way, by taking these original documents, the Iranians were doubly humiliated on the world stage. Israel just proved to the Iranian people and to the world that the Israelis can go anywhere in Iran and take whatever they want from the Iranian government. If they can't secure and safeguard the key critical documentation for their nuclear program, just what can they protect in the heart of Iran? This is a big deal. And believe it or not, the Iranian people are still trying to protest and overthrow the government of Iran. This makes the, the security of the Iranian government even more questionable. This gives heart to the people of Iran that they may be able to do something with this government that has been terrorizing them. Now, Israel reveals to the world exactly what Iran's been doing and what they've been planning how far they've progressed, and how they've used the major loopholes in the Joint Comprehensive Plan of Action, which is this terrible deal that President Trump tore up this week, to hide their program and their progress at their military bases. And the interesting thing is, under the agreement, the military bases are off-limits to inspection by the JPOCA Inspector Force. In effect, this information shows just how hollow and worthless the Joint Comprehensive Plan of Action actually has been as a safeguard for the world against nuclear blackmail. Remember, the Israelis went in through espionage and undercover, broke into some of the most secure secret facilities that the Iranians have, and stole their crown jewels, and then put those crown jewels on display for all the world to see. Now think about this for a second. Israel is smart enough to know that if these documents were falsified or forged, that would be pretty easy to prove and it would be very quick to come to light 
and Israel would be the ones that would look like they had egg on their face. Israel went to great lengths to make sure that these documents stand up to the greatest of scrutiny. And again, that's exactly why it was so important that they took the originals. You can prove where the originals came from. I'm, I'm repeating that because it is so crucial for you to understand exactly what it is that the Israelis pulled off here. They went into the heart of the beast and stole the most important information that they had and laughed about it. If you remember an earlier show, I said that they had sent a couple of their brand new joint strike fighters to take photographs of their nuclear facilities. This is even bigger. This is an even more humiliating example of what Israel is doing to Iran. They're, they're attacking Iran and Syria. They're, they're taking pictures of their sites. They're stealing their documents. Uh, they're frankly making Iran look bad. Uh, there's no other way to, to say that. If, if this information is accurate, and I believe that it is accurate, it just shows how hollow and worthless this safeguard, this nuclear treaty that the previous administration bragged about so much. It shows how worthless it's been to safeguard the world against nuclear blackmail. And frankly, that is exactly what we're looking at, nuclear blackmail, nothing less. Iran with a nuclear weapon would be able to close the Straits of Hormuz to the majority of the world's oil shipments. They would be able to dictate policy uh, in most of the Middle East. And they have already proven they will do whatever they can with whatever they have to achieve whatever they want. And they will lie and steal and do whatever is necessary to, to do that. Every step of the way, the Iranians have proven that they're untrustworthy and that they're unreliable. Again, I'm making these comments at the government of Iran. I still know Iranians. I know, I know a lot of Iranians, and they're wonderful people. I have truly come to enjoy the Iranian culture. There's a lot there. In fact, before the Ayatollah took over and the radicals assumed power in the government, the Iranians were some of the most westernized of all the Middle Eastern countries. They were very strong Western allies and were very, very closely attached with the United States. All of that changed when the Shah fell. As a result of all of this, President Trump this week withdrew from the agreement and put Iran on notice that unlike previous administrations, his administration was going to expect real agreements with real results. Imagine that. Shocking, right? Something that the Iranians haven't had happen to them in a long time. Somebody just stood up to them and called them out on their lies and their deceit. For that reason alone, I thought that this was a brilliant move. I tend to, to wonder about the efficacy of, of pulling out of an agreement that we made, but because of the circumstances of this one and the fact that it was such a bad deal, and it has been so ineffective, and it is not going to result in any of the things that the American people or the Europeans wanted to have happen, I think this was exactly the right thing to do. And it's long past time for someone to stand up to the Iranians and tell them no. It's also my personal feeling that it's wrong to believe that any agreement's better than no agreement. I've seen that happen in, in several places around the world. And I'm here to tell you, 
it is much worse to have a bad agreement than to have no agreement. An agreement that protects one party at the expense of all the other parties has never worked in the history of negotiations at any level, personal, professional, political, or between nations. And to expect this one to have somehow been different than anything else in history is both naive and incredibly dangerous. After all, we're talking about nuclear weapons here, not pistachios. And for those of you who, who don't get the reference, pistachios are one of the big exports from Iran. I'm going to cover where all this is going and where I think it may happen. But first, I want to hear from our sponsors. Behind the Lines with J.R. McGee will continue after these commercials. Listen to Behind the Lines on demand. Go to Behind the Lines on YouTube.com. Click on the subscribe button and then click on the bell icon. You'll be alerted to live updates from J.R. McGee 24-7 as news breaks from around the world. Reduce or eliminate your electric bill with Exact Solar, one of Pennsylvania and New Jersey's leading solar energy system installers and the only company with extensive experience in installing solar PV, solar water heating, and solar pool heating systems. As a local family-owned business, we take pride in our high-quality installations and our excellent award-winning customer service. You can start saving money right away with a solar energy system. To learn more, call us at 215-621-8353 or visit us online at exactsolar.com today. Behind the Lines with J.R. McGee. Are you frustrated having the same conversation with your people over and over and they just don't get it? Develop the ability to better understand your customers' motivations and have a positive impact on their decisions to significantly benefit you and your organization. Dynamic profiling is an extremely powerful leadership tool that allows you to understand what people are saying and, more importantly, why they say it. Dynamic profiling is powerful, practical, and fast. Unlike personality assessments, this allows you to deeply understand others in real time through simple conversation and observations. Dynamic profiling will also improve your hiring decisions, reduce turnover, and increase productivity, increase your sales closure rates, improve customer relations, and much more. Dynamic profiling builds on your current understanding of personalities in order to quickly understand anyone through a 30 to 90 second routine, normal, casual conversation. Contact us today at info at x-slg.com or 610-908-2223 to learn how you can become a dynamic profiler. Behind the Lines. We'll be right back after this. At Buckman's, we're passionate about skiing, snowboarding, and having fun with friends and family. Everything we do, from the gear we carry to the services we offer, is driven by this passion. Since our first shop opened in 1971 until today, we are proud that all our stores are family-owned and operated. Our online store, Buckmans.com, also reflects this passion. When you order from us, an actual skier or snowboarder ships your order out of an actual shop, not some giant warehouse. It's our mission to share our love for the outdoors with you, so you and your loved ones can experience winter to its fullest. You may not have heard of us, but if you want that mom and pop feel, combined with the expert knowledge and award-winning service that comes from over 45 years of experience, why not give us a try? Buckmans.com Support Behind the Lines with J.R. McGee. As an independent media voice, we rely on our sponsors to support our program. 
contact us at 267-935-9042 to advertise on Behind the Lines. Now, back to Behind the Lines. Welcome back to our session tonight where we are on the segment Looking Through a Glass Darkly. Next, I want to examine what happened this week in North Korea and specifically how it is very tightly linked with what's occurring in Iran. There's some extremely interesting things that occurred that should have everybody paying close attention, but most of this seems to be slipping by our news media. <laughs> Imagine my shock and surprise at that. Kim Jong-un was called back to China this week for two days of additional consultations with the president of China, Xi Jinping. Now, Kim Jong-un's grandfather was the great leader. His dad was called the deer leader. So I guess we can call Kim Jong-un the rear cheerleader because he always seems to be behind everything. Uh, this time he flew for the first time to China instead of taking his armored rail car. Now, it's not hard to figure out what this meeting was all about. Xi Jinping of China wants to make certain that China does not get sidelined in the upcoming negotiations with President Trump. Now, let's look at what we're referring to in the business as minimally accepted strategic options. China is highly focused on being recognized and developing into the next superpower. Economically, technologically, military, and politically, China is moving rapidly into a position of equivalence with the United States and is demanding to be recognized as such. Her moves in the South China Sea the moves against Taiwan, and now as we discussed in our last show with an eye toward bringing South Korea into the Chinese sphere of influence, China's very much on the move and they will not be stopped short of anything such as direct force of will, force of political might, or military muscle. Also, China is gravely concerned about the possibility that a reunification between North and South Korea results in the United States or a Korean democracy become existent on her southern border. Now, this is an absolute red line for Xi and the Chinese political They will not allow the United States or a democracy to exist on China's southern border. They've made that very clear. They're not joking about that. That is, that is a red line, cannot be crossed. Now, China's also very concerned about the stability of the mountain North Korea has been using to test those nuclear devices under. That mountain has collapsed and is now highly unstable, and it may begin to leak radioactive isotopes from the blast into China and radiate the Chinese people. <laughs> I got to figure that's something that probably will drive down property values in the neighborhood. Now, North Korea also has some minimally acceptable strategic options. First and foremost is that the rear cheerleader wants to survive. He's not stupid, as some people have described him. He's not. In fact, he's played his hand rather well so far, to say the least. He's smart enough to know that any resulting action that leads to war will be an existential threat to him personally. For America, it'll be just another inconvenient war fought on somebody else's property that irritates most Americans without affecting those Americans too directly. For Kim Jong-un, his butt's going to be in the fire, and he knows this. That means he's highly motivated to find an arrangement that keeps him alive. Don't underestimate how important this aspect is to Kim Jong-un. His number one motivation 
is to stay alive. He honestly believes that President Trump will kill him. That is exactly why he has come to the table. We have three nuclear carrier battle groups stationed off of the North Korean border. We have put missiles into Syria twice over things that President Trump has said have crossed a red line. Kim Jong-un, he's watched this. He's seen this. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. The second strategic objective, North Korea wants to be respected on the world stage. That's ultimately what their nuclear program is all about. It's respect. Kim Jong-un watched Muammar Gaddafi in Libya turn in his nuclear material and his program and ultimately watched as Gaddafi was deposed and murdered. That lesson was not one taken lightly, nor one easily forgotten. He's watched the Iranians negotiate on the world stage with Obama and Kerry and achieve everything that they wanted and more. Again, that's a lesson not easily forgotten or ignored. Third, North Korea wants to get relief from the sanctions that have absolutely crippled their country and their economy. Once China began to participate in these sanctions in earnest, the sanctions not only had effect, they were devastating. Here's the lesson for the world community in this, and I want you to pay close attention to this. Sanctions can work, but sanctions will only work if all the players abide by them and the cheating is eliminated. The sanctions on Iran, well, frankly, those have been a joke because Russia and many countries in the European Union have found ways around them and ways to bypass them, so they've essentially been of no effect. Sanctions will work when they're used properly, and everybody's got to be on board with it. If one person or one country cheats, then the sanctions are of no effect. Now, another element that's really important for you to realize on this, Iran and North Korea have been working with each other on a massive shell game for the past 15 to 20 years. North Korea placed most of their focus on the nuclear device portion of the system. And they've now detonated six nuclear devices, the last of which was a fairly substantial thermonuclear device, or at least a boosted fission-based device, which is a fairly sophisticated system. Iran has placed most of her emphasis on the ICBM portion of the system. Now, Iran has produced some very incredibly good ICBMs. The Shahab 3 and the Shahab 4 are excellent. Here's what people don't realize. Iran has between 1,200 and 1,500 technicians and engineers living and working in North Korea on their ICBM program. North Korea has between 1,200 and 1,500 technicians and engineers in Iran helping them with their nuclear program. Does anybody think this is a coincidence? And why hasn't anybody said anything on the major news channels about this? I'm sorry, this is a big deal. This has been going on for years and nobody says anything about it. We're focusing on the nuclear program in Iran when we should have been focusing on that with North Korea. We've not been paying that much attention to Iran on their ICBMs, and now they've, they've launched satellites. They've put satellites up, which means that their ICBMs can hit any point on the face of the planet. Now, of greatest interest to me is that this week, Trump withdrew from the treaty with Iran for very good reasons, but that has to make North Korea ask a very critical question. 
What's to stop America from withdrawing from any treaty that we sign with them? After we give up our program, what do we have as leverage? Now, that's an incredibly good question. And it's a question that the U.S. State Department and the federal government better be able to answer and respond to the North Koreans when they ask that question with something that has credibility. And frankly, that's going to be a tough question to answer. It was the right thing for us to do to walk away from this nuclear deal with Iran, but it makes the nuclear negotiations with North Korea far more difficult. Now, Trump has some significant leverage in all this, as has been demonstrated by Kim Jong-un's willingness to come to the table at all. I I believe President Trump's 100% responsible for this. Kim believes that Trump is serious and that Trump has credible threats that will help Kim Jong-un assume room temperature if he's not capable and careful. Now, nobody else has ever threatened him or North Korea with any serious credibility. But yet, President Trump put missiles into Syria over chemical weapons. President Trump went back to Syria and put more missiles on Syria for again crossing the red line for chemical weapons. President Trump is now focused on North Korea for nuclear weapons. That's a brighter, broader, stronger red line. Kim Jong-un saw that and sat up and said to himself, hmm, this Trump dude's a little different than that Obama cat. And that may just be the understatement of the century. I think that this has gotten Kim Jong-un's attention. It's clearly gotten the Chinese government's attention. And I think that The fact that people are willing to talk about this at all is tremendous. And the fact that the mountain that they've been testing their nuclear program on has collapsed means that they can't test any more nuclear weapons. So the fact that Kim Jong-un has said that he's willing to suspend his nuclear program, big deal. He had no choice in that. He's got nowhere to test them. This is some incredible things that have been happening this week, and there's more. Let's take a moment to hear from our sponsors. We'll come back and we'll dig even deeper. Behind the Lines with J.R. McGee will continue after these commercials. Listen to Behind the Lines on demand. Go to BehindTheLinesOnYouTube.com. Click on the subscribe button and then click on the bell icon. You'll be alerted to live updates from J.R. McGee 24-7 as news breaks from around the world. Reduce or eliminate your electric bill with Exact Solar, one of Pennsylvania and New Jersey's leading solar energy system installers and the only company with extensive experience in installing solar PV, solar water heating, and solar pool heating systems. As a local family-owned business, we take pride in our high-quality installations and our excellent award-winning customer service. You can start saving money right away with a solar energy system. To learn more, call us at 215-621-8353 or visit us online at exactsolar.com today. Behind the Lines with J.R. McGee. Are you frustrated having the same conversation with your people over and over and they just don't get it? Develop the ability to better understand your customers' motivations and have a positive impact on their decisions to significantly benefit you and your organization. Dynamic profiling is an extremely powerful leadership tool that allows you to understand what people are saying and, more importantly, why they say it. Dynamic profiling is powerful, 
practical and fast. Unlike personality assessments, this allows you to deeply understand others in real time through simple conversation and observations. Dynamic profiling will also improve your hiring decisions, reduce turnover and increase productivity, increase your sales closure rates, improve customer relations, and much more. Dynamic profiling builds on your current understanding of personalities in order to quickly understand anyone through a 30 to 90 second routine, normal, casual conversation. Contact us today at info at x-slg.com or 610-908-2223 to learn how you can become a dynamic profiler. Behind the Lines. We'll be right back after this. At Buckman's, we're passionate about skiing, snowboarding, and having fun with friends and family. Everything we do, from the gear we carry to the services we offer, is driven by this passion. Since our first shop opened in 1971 until today, we are proud that all our stores are family-owned and operated. Our online store, Buckmans.com, also reflects this passion. When you order from us, an actual skier or snowboarder ships your order out of an actual shop, not some giant warehouse. It's our mission to share our love for the outdoors with you, so you and your loved ones can experience winter to its fullest. You may not have heard of us, but if you want that mom and pop feel, combined with the expert knowledge and award-winning service that comes from over 45 years of experience, why not give us a try? Buckmans.com Support Behind the Lines with J.R. McGee. As an independent media voice, we rely on our sponsors to support our program. Contact us at 267-935-9042 to advertise on Behind the Lines. Now, back to Behind the Lines. Welcome back to our journey as we continue to look through glass darkly tonight. We have a lot of bits of the puzzle here, and there's a tremendous amount of stuff going on in the geopolitical world this week. Frankly, we can't see the future. We can see patterns, we can see politics, and we can see behavior. But just as in the financial world, past performance is no guarantee of future results. The next piece of the puzzle that transpired this week is taking place in Syria and in Lebanon. Now, Lebanon is a country that's just to the north of of Israel. It's in the Middle East. They just had elections this week for the first time in a decade. And surprise, surprise, the Hezbollah terrorist group dominated the election results. What a shocker. This puts the government uh, of, of Lebanon very much in jeopardy because they're required to have a Sunni prime minister. He and his party are now very much in the minority and are, in effect, no longer a factor in governing Lebanon. So why is this important? That's a great question. I'm glad you asked that. Because the Hezbollah militia now have more than 100,000 missiles stockpiled in Lebanon and aimed at Israel. That's no small matter when your nation and your people are under threat. Now, the leader of Hezbollah is Hassan Nasrallah. And ironically, at the end of the elections, when it was discovered that they had won, I'm sure that there was no Chicago methodology going on there, Hassan Nasrallah declared mission accomplished. And again, you got you to ask yourself, where did he hear that term before? Um, but he said mission accomplished because Hezbollah gained more than half the seats in their parliament. 
The Western-backed factions that have been very friendly to the United States lost more than half of the seats that they previously held. This is a major shift in power and one of the last pro-Western Middle Eastern doc, uh, democracies because they did have elections, and one that occupies a position directly on the northern flank of Israel. Hezbollah, for all practical purposes, now controls all of Lebanon and a major portion of Syria. Let's talk about that for a moment, because I think that's really important. Hezbollah, very early on in the Civil War, sent tens of thousands of militia and terrorists into Syria to fight on the side of Assad and his government. Now, they were very poorly equipped, they were very poorly trained, and a large number of these guys wound up getting killed. Uh, as a result, they now have a tremendous amount of experience, and the ones who have survived have become a fearsome force indeed. They have gained a great deal of experience in Syria. They've learned an awful lot of lessons. They've learned urban combat. They've learned command and control. They've learned how to manage their supply chain. They've managed to learn how to, to deal with logistics. They've become a fighting force. In effect, the war in Syria has been a training ground for one of the largest terrorist organizations on the planet. That's not a small matter. That is not an inconsequential matter. And here's an interesting thing. They were poorly trained. They were poorly equipped. But now, in addition to the tremendous experience that the ones who survived have, their equipment's now being supplemented by both Iran and Russia. And today, Hezbollah are very well trained, very well equipped, and they're a force to be reckoned with on the battlefield. Now, where does this all begin to tie together? I am really glad you asked that question because that's the really important thing. Iran is equipping and training Hamas, Hezbollah, and many of the militias in Syria and Iraq. These forces are becoming very organized and coordinated, not to mention they're now massed on Israel's northern flank. Iran herself is beginning to take significant positions in the Golan Heights, which is a very strategically sensitive area that Israel has made very clear they're not going to let happen without a fight. They are, they're going to be doing things and taking stances and making positions and, frankly, launching airstrikes at Iranian forces that are in Syria, that are in the Golan Heights, that now are in Lebanon. All of these things are very much in play. Now, here's where this gets very interesting. Because while Israel is taking steps to protect themselves from the world's largest terrorist organization, Russia is now embedded with Syria in a major way. And they're providing very sophisticated surface-to-air missile, surface-to-air gun systems on the ground. Some of our earlier shows, we've gone over some of those systems and their capabilities. Let's just say that they're very dangerous. Now, here's an interesting thing. Some of those systems are being operated by Russian troops. Some of those systems are being operated by Iranian troops, and some of those systems by Syrian troops. It's really getting hard to tell the players apart without a scorecard. But what is certain is that all that firepower and the alliances that have been developing and forming for the past two years, they're for a purpose and a plan. And that plan is to attack Israel. It's no longer a matter of if. It's now very much a matter of when. 
this continues to get more and more dicey. There, there are all kinds of things going on. You know, just recently, within the last month, Turkey and Greece had an air-to-air combat, a dogfight, and a Greek fighter was shot down. Russia just lost another military aircraft in the Syrian air area uh, that crashed and killed some some crew members. The the is the Israelis are launching airstrikes in the area. There's a lot going on in a very small airspace. This this is a a, a an airspace that you wouldn't even use to 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 conduct a small training exercise. It's that congested. And you've got Russians, you've got Syrians, you've got Iranians, you've got Lebanese, all operating in very close proximity to each other. And they're not always clearly marked. It's very difficult to know who is who. On Tuesday of this week, additional airstrikes were reported just outside of Damascus in Syria. There were several people that were killed. The no one's claimed responsibility, but Israel's made it very, very clear they're not going to allow their people, their country, or their sovereignty to be threatened by Iran. And Iran is doing everything in her power to specifically threaten Israel. It is a case of one bully on the schoolyard is pushing somebody and pushing somebody and pushing somebody and daring them to hit them. Israel's going to hit them. Now, Russia also just announced they're shipping even more radars and missiles to Assad and the Syrian military. Russia specifically warned Israel not to target these systems. Israel may have answered that statement Tuesday evening when they attacked those very systems. On a positive note, Vladimir Putin recently invited Benjamin Netanyahu to join him on the platform at the next Russian military parade. Seems to me the Russians are always having a military parade of some kind. The key element is the lines of communication between Vladimir Putin and Benjamin Netanyahu seem to be open. They just don't seem to like what each other are saying. Russia is moving very rapidly to solidify her position as the new protectorate of the Middle East, a position only possible because Obama invited them in to do just that in Syria. They're now fomenting serious unrest in the Syrian situation arming and training dangerous militias and terrorists in the use of some extremely dangerous weapon systems, and affording Iran cover and support for her ambitions to destroy Israel and dethrone Saudi Arabia as the defender of the faith for Islam. These are not just some backward countries jockeying for historical grievances and tribal hatreds. These are very sophisticated maneuvers and positionings for a very strategic endgame that appears to be very near in time and opportunity. The strategy here is becoming very clear-cut, and the potential for a major conflict in the Middle East has never been greater. I'm telling you, when this blows, it's going to be unlike anything we've ever seen in our lifetimes. And I've been around long enough to see some pretty awesome stuff. Let's take another Behind the Lines with J.R. McGee will continue after these commercials. Listen to Behind the Lines on demand. Go to BehindTheLinesOnYouTube.com, click on the subscribe button, and then click on the bell icon. You'll be alerted to live updates from J.R. McGee 24-7 as news breaks.
from around the world. Reduce or eliminate your electric bill with Exact Solar, one of Pennsylvania and New Jersey's leading solar energy system installers and the only company with extensive experience in installing solar PV, solar water heating, and solar pool heating systems. As a local family-owned business, we take pride in our high-quality installations and our excellent award-winning customer service. You can start saving money right away with a solar energy system. To learn more, call us at 215-621-8353 or visit us online at exactsolar.com today. Behind the Lines with J.R. McGee. Are you frustrated having the same conversation with your people over and over and they just don't get it? Develop the ability to better understand your customers' motivations and have a positive impact on their decisions to significantly benefit you and your organization. Dynamic profiling is an extremely powerful leadership tool that allows you to understand what people are saying and, more importantly, why they say it. Dynamic profiling is powerful, practical, and fast. Unlike personality assessments, this allows you to deeply understand others in real time through simple conversation and observations. Dynamic profiling will also improve your hiring decisions, reduce turnover, and increase productivity, increase your sales closure rates, improve customer relations, and much more. Dynamic profiling builds on your current understanding of personalities in order to quickly understand anyone through a 30 to 90 second routine, normal, casual conversation. Contact us today at info at x-slg.com or 610-908-2223 to learn how you can become a dynamic profiler. Behind the Lines. We'll be right back after this. At Buckman's, we're passionate about skiing, snowboarding, and having fun with friends and family. Everything we do, from the gear we carry to the services we offer, is driven by this passion. Since our first shop opened in 1971 until today, we are proud that all our stores are family-owned and operated. Our online store, buckmans.com, also reflects this passion. When you order from us, an actual skier or snowboarder ships your order out of an actual shop, not some giant warehouse. It's our mission to share our love for the outdoors with you, so you and your loved ones can experience winter to its fullest. You may not have heard of us, but if you want that mom and pop feel, combined with the expert knowledge and award-winning service that comes from over 45 years of experience, why not give us a try? Buckmans.com Support Behind the Lines with J.R. McGee. As an independent media voice, we rely on our sponsors to support our program. Contact us at 267-935-9042 to advertise on Behind the Lines. Now, back to Behind the Lines. Welcome back to Through Glass Darkly. Now, as we finish our time together tonight, I want to take a close look at all the players and specifically how this all ties together into one serious mess. China is playing a very dangerous game, the king of the mountain, where they're trying to show the world they're the new dominant superpower. Frankly, they're well down that path. Now, this is not something new. The Netherlands used to be the dominant world superpower when they controlled the shipping lanes and the world economy. They were replaced by Spain, who was replaced by France, who was replaced by England. At the end of World War II, America became the dominant superpower and shared that with Russia. Russia had some problems, 
and Russia's coming back. But China and Russia are definitely on the ascendancy. And frankly, America has been asleep at the switch. We have allowed our military to atrophy because we've been at war now someplace for many years, and we've not replaced the military equipment that's worn out. We've used it up. We've flown the wings off of our A-10s, and Congress has allocated the money to put the wings, new wings on the A-10. The Air Force is not moving forward on that program. We're not replacing the other aircraft as they're wearing out. We're not replacing tanks. We're seriously deficit in the number of ships that we have. Uh, we're trying to get back up to a 355-ship Navy. Right now, we're under 300 ships. To put that into context, when Ronald Reagan was president, we had a 600-ship Navy, and that was considered adequate, not excessive, adequate. Today, we have less than 300 ships, and we're struggling to get back to a 355-ship Navy. Struggling to get back. We haven't funded the military. We haven't supplied the military. We have not put research and development dollars into new technologies and new techniques to provide for the cutting edge. Let me tell you something. As somebody who has supported the military and is a service-disabled veteran, I don't want to fight a fair fight in combat. I don't know anybody who wants to fight a fair fight. I want to win. I want to be the dominant force on the battlefield. I want to completely annihilate anybody else's forces before they're even allowed to compete. We owe it to the men and women of our military to give them the technological edge and the equipment and the systems that can dominate the airspace, the battle space, and the seas in any combat situation that we put them in. We owe them that. And our economy has degenerated into $20 trillion of debt. Now, let me let me be honest with you. Somebody has to pay that back. I have a lot of people, some of them my friends, keep saying, oh, it's money we owe to ourselves. No, it's not. That money is banked by treasury notes and bonds. That money is owed. It must be paid back. $20 trillion of debt has to be paid back. Now, that's a serious enough problem. It's going to be the subject of an upcoming show because I believe that is that is an issue all by itself. We're going to talk about the debt and what it means to our country. China is developing their economy, their military, and their foreign policy in ways that truly flex their muscles at our expense. It's not too late. But we have been lulled into a sense of security that was false and dangerous. The last 10 years, we have made some serious mistakes in foreign policy. We've made some serious mistakes politically. We've made some serious mistakes with our military. It is not too late, but we must do something now to take action. Russia is also playing a major role in the Middle East now that they haven't been playing up until recently. And they're moving to become the dominant player in the oil and the gas markets. Now, they're positioning themselves to be in control of the oil and gas pipelines. And they're specifically targeting the oil and gas pipelines from the Ukraine. Seems I've heard about Russia being in a snit with the Ukrainians also. 
and the pipelines that run through Turkey, Lebanon, and Syria. It's not an accident. Russia has moved into Syria. They see that as an extremely strategic initiative, and Russia's playing that strategic game very well indeed. Russia's making new friends and rapidly making them dependent on Russia for their protection, their military, and Russian political influence. Now, Iran is now in a position where they've got to decide what they're going to do is regard their nuclear and ICBM program. they got to put up or shut up. Their pride is not going to let them shut up. They're going to have to go big. Israel has already stated that they will not allow Iran to get a nuclear device, even if the rest of the world does nothing. And somehow, I don't see President Trump doing nothing at this point. Iran also has to figure out what the next step is with their military engagements with Yemen against Saudi Arabia, Syria, and Lebanon, as well as their engagement into major portions of Iraq. Iran is really stepping up, and they may be biting off more than they can chew, but the Iranian Republican Guards is well-trained, well-equipped, and (laughs) well-financed. They're financed with about $150 billion in cash, was given to them through this nuclear negotiation that was such a disaster. That's exactly how Iran has the wherewithal to go do all these things. If Iran increases her footprint in the Golan Heights, that may well be the trigger point for the coming conflict. The March of Rage riot that's planned for this Friday in Jerusalem could also be the trigger point, As could the opening of the embassy in Jerusalem next week for the Americans. That could be the trigger point. And the 100,000 missiles stockpiled by Hezbollah, Hamas, and the Palestinians could finally come into play. Recently, the commander of the Palestinians told some of his troops to say, quote, save your missiles for the upcoming event, unquote. That sounds ominous, and it proves to me that clearly there's a plan of action for all of this. They're not separate events. None of these are random occurrences, and none of these things that we've talked about tonight are being played out on the world stage in chaos. This is all planned. This is all coordinated, and it is very strategic in nature. I could go into two or three hours tonight to show you all the linkages that where these things are connected They're being coordinated behind the scenes, and they're not random. Something's coming. It's big. And it's going to involve us in ways nobody can yet predict. But it's real. And it's real big. I'm going to keep a close eye on this as it continues to develop, and I'm going to report it to you. I'll also be providing flash updates on breaking news as it happens, and frankly, I anticipate some breaking news this week and next week. I think it's going to be big. And I think that the, uh, the key is going to be the day after our embassy opens in Jerusalem. I expect that day to be very significant. As it happens, I'll let you know. I'll keep an eye on it. And I want to thank my board man, Mark Driver. I want to thank my producer, Chris O'Brien. And I want, to, I want to thank my sponsors who make this possible. Please, please use my sponsors. They're making it possible for me to provide you with information that the rest of the news media simply isn't providing to you. All of the things that I provide you are not my personal beliefs. 
their information, specific information that I've validated that is out there that is useful. And I want to get it to you so you can make good decisions. I want to thank you, my listeners, and I want to to wish you all a good night and God bless.